Watch it all fall out. Pull it up, pull it up. That's how we ball out. Save that for your spouse. For a girlfriend, um, be the man. Lead by an example. If she's upset with you because you weren't willing to pay her bills, that's fine. Give her, give her the, give her the door that she can exit. Okay. If she wants to leave because you won't pay her bills, then that was never your your situation at all. If she stays, tell her, listen, we're going to both grow together. We we're we're going to get we're going to become good stewards with our money. I'm not paying your bills. You're not paying my bills, and we're going to grow together to one day hope. Hey, hey guys! Thank you so much for tuning in today to Reasons for Rose podcast. My name here is Lauren, and my lovely co-host here is with me. Hey guys, my name is T Bells. And so the clip that you just heard beginning our podcast was taken from Dave Ramsey's YouTube show. All right. So what did you think of that? Okay, so I'll just give some context. Um, I don't even remember... um, his name but he works for Dave Ramsey and he was basically saying that until you're married (laughs) you are pretty much on your own when it comes to your bills and your money and that if a woman is not good with that then a dude can basically leave her in the dust Mm-hmm. that's that's me paraphrasing <laughs> right 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 and i i don't i totally think yeah that's pretty much exactly what he said but the question is how do we feel up about that ladies because so i'll tell you how i'll tell you how i feel so <laughs> i don't believe in the division between marriage and not being married not being married so this whole thing about like there's wifely duties, there's treatment that you get when you're married that you don't get when you're not married is I have a problem with it because I feel like when you love someone, there's no limits on your love. So you can't measure, okay, I'm only gonna I'm only when I cook, I'm only gonna cook food with 50% of love because I don't have a ring. So when I get the ring, I'll put a hundred percent of love into my cooking. You know what I mean? So um, I feel like you definitely get into issues when you start making that separation, especially when you're living together. What are your thoughts? I mean, when you say making that separation of like, what do you mean by separation? Separation of how much you love, like your husband versus your boyfriend? Yes. Essentially? Yes. True. Well, listen, look at it like this. Your level of commitment should match the level that they play in your life. Right? So, like, it's kind of the whole idea of, like, why buy the cow when you get the milk for free, right? So, if you're giving your complete 100% all to a relationship when he's your boyfriend, you're doing that in the hopes that he would he would see all that you have to offer and then want more with you and get married, Right? And that's something that's heavily argued against with that phrase, like, why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? So, like, that phrase essentially goes against the idea of giving your all to your partner before you get everything that you want, right? Mm -hmm. But isn't it a little counterintuitive? 
like why would someone feel inspired to marry you if you don't show them half of what you have to offer as in why would somebody want to marry you if you're holding back yeah like essentially why would you how would you get to that next level of commitment without showing your hand yeah that's that's interesting um again i may i may end up the loser i might get the short end of the stick because i don't understand going into relationships with a calculated motive now i set up my expectations so if i'm dating someone for two years regardless of whether i've been a great girlfriend or i've been a shitty girlfriend i have already decided that i'm not going to date someone for two years if i want to marry them now you know because I may not want to marry them after two years, but if I do want to marry them after two years, then I'm not going to continue in a relationship waiting, right? Because I've set, I've set my own timelines for what I want in that regard. And so if you haven't, if I set my timelines and you haven't showed me what I want to see in those two years, then that'll be it for me. There's no like, I'm going to give you a hundred percent. I'm going to give you everything. And then when we marry, um, I can relax or I'm going to give you only half. And then when we get married, I'm going to do everything to keep you. Sure. Right. I'm just going to be me. Take it, leave it. True. So, so you don't agree with the advice of like, Oh, she's not your wife. You don't need to do all that. Essentially. Uh, definitely not. Fair. Okay. No, but this is the bigger thing now. Do we feel like um, men should pay for your bills, even if you are like, if if he, he let's say now you you were uh, his wife now, based on the example, like based on their little advice situation they had going on there. It's like, so if she was his wife, does she then qualify for bills to be paid? Well, um, you know, I, I listen to Dave Ramsey regularly and he kind of, he discusses money and finances, but he definitely um, does it through a spiritual and religious context. And he believes that when you're married, then everything is shared between everyone. And so basically you absorb all your wife's debts. Right. Right. But until you get married, then that wouldn't be the case. Right. So essentially, until you're married, my money is my money and your money is your money, right? That's what they say. Right. <laughs> but the question is for us and our audience and everyone listening, what should men pay for in relationships? Should they be paying for hair? Should they be paying for bills, nails, food? Like, where do you draw the line? Vacations? Like, t- I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of my experience. I've had guys, I was in a relationship flying me on a trip. Like, I've had them pay for dinners. I mean, normally if I'm in a relationship, I'm definitely not paying for dinner. No, I'm not. And if I have to pay for dinner on a date, I'll be like, so you took me, like, if you asked me to get dressed to go out and now we're like, you want me to pay my bill? If you split in the bill with me, I'm going to feel embarrassed, to be honest. I'm going to be a little embarrassed. 
like I'm a server as well to top it off. So I, I as a server, I see a lot of dates. And when the bill comes, I slap the bill in the middle between both of them. But high key, if I see the girl reach for the check, I'm always a little like, oh, okay. Hmm. You know, You're maybe judging. You're judging. <laughs> okay, okay. So like for me, the whole paying on dates thing is kind of a different conversation than when you're in a relationship with someone so wait, wait, wait. no 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 pause if you're in a relationship you still go on dates like i'm talking we're dating and we're going on like we're in a relationship but it's date night okay so you're in a relationship yeah. and it's date night mm-hmm. do you feel like the man should pay for yeah. the date I, if i put on high heels sweetie you need to pay okay because my feet are hurting mm-hmm. <laughs> um there's nothing wrong with that so um men know what type of woman they want and it pisses me off when a man goes for a high maintenance woman or a woman you see a woman living a certain lifestyle and you want to go you want to come into her life and think that you're not going to upkeep that lifestyle that's really problematic for me because like I'm really and I'm saying that as someone who's really chill and down to earth like I don't do my nails I don't get my nails done like that because I can't wear long nails for work so I you know I'm clean I look good but I'm not getting my nails done every two weeks I don't get my hair done every two weeks um you know so I'm not even saying that as somebody who wants, who needs to be maintained, but I'm saying that what I see out there, uh, men who complain about women that want to be maintained really, really like almost disgust me. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is the thing. What does it mean for a woman to be maintained in the sense of like, does she want him to contribute because like before he came in her life she was still maintaining what how was she doing that before that's the question this is the thing that's that's really the real question here if you're a woman who has a lot of bills because you have a lot of maintenance to keep up with right like you need your nail fill you need your weave re-glued down and you don't do it yourself or your wig glued down sorry were you the type of woman who had multiple men on your roster contributing to the overall package before as a single woman? And then you picked up a new boyfriend. And then because you let those men go, they were all sponsors, essentially. Now he must incur all the bills himself. Or were you somehow paying for all this yourself before beforehand? It kind of comes down to what was she doing before he came in a picture to get those things done? If she had it on her own before, he still should have the incentive that he's going to pay. But he should still want to. He should still want to help contribute. I think men should always be willing to contribute and be a benefit in her life. Or like, if you don't want to benefit me, I don't know why you're... Like, then I don't know if you like me. I, I, my love language... Gifts is up on the list for love languages for me, personally. So I know if you don't want to contribute to me in any way financially, I don't know why you came to me at all like i it wouldn't even we won't even get in a relationship actually so that's fine with me though because i i don't want a stingy man nothing is worse than a stingy man you know if you can't be generous it's a huge turnoff for me yeah you know but 
I mean, what's your perspective on the, like a woman, as a woman, it's your job to vet the men and decide you, we qualify and disqualify when we're dating. So it's our, it's our job to pick a man that's suitable for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that's true. Um, but sometimes life puts relationships to the test. And so I know that a lot of people who, um, the clip that I, that I played was specifically um, referring to a man who, what, whose girlfriend lost her job right um during this covid pandemic time and so multiple jobs she lost multiple jobs she She didn't keep her jobs yeah but i didn't even want to talk about that but let's okay this girl doesn't like to work okay so that's one thing (laughs) she don't want to work right now again that comes down to a characteristic of that person that person is that's part of her character so if that's if that's the person that you want to be with then you have to accept that that i that wouldn't be good enough for me like i I would not i like to be self-sufficient i like to i hate being dependent i don't like when people ask me questions about where i'm going what i'm doing so i wouldn't want to be in that position that she's in and that's what i mean about maintaining this is this is the girl's personality it's not going to change right she doesn't want to work she doesn't like to work um but let's say you know let's not talk about the extremes let's talk about a regular relationship where a girl your girlfriend has lost her job mm-hmm. what is your responsibility hmm. to take care of this woman now because some people would argue that you can you can help her fill out resumes, but you, you can't just pay her bills or um, you shouldn't be asking her to move in with you because she's your girlfriend. She's not your wife. I mean, I've been on the flip side of that. And this is the thing, it's hard for us to speak on, I don't like to speak on something I don't know. I'm not a man, I can only give you a woman's perspective. I, I've been a woman who was with a man who didn't have a job for a while. And I was giving him my tip money. Like, I felt bad, I, I definitely said, you know, I, I have tips, I can give you some money, like you're, you're going through it right now, Shh, I'll help you out. Like, I'm that type of girl, but don't take my kindness for weakness. Cause I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking what, what's going on? Like, when are you going to find work? I'm definitely not okay with like that being a long-term situation. And I'm sure a man isn't okay with it either, but I mean, there comes a point where if it takes too long to find new work, I'm going to think you don't want to work. And, and to me, I believe in gender roles. That's a big thing. If you believe in this traditional gender roles, you will understand that the man is a provider under those circumstances. So if, if a couple agrees to the gender role status quo, they understand the woman will be the domestic one and the man will be the provider. So he will be the one bringing the money home and he will have a lot more control in the household. And I don't think that's what women are ready for. I think women want to be provided for, but I don't think women want the lack of free agency. What do you think? Because like, just like you said, you don't want to be asked about where you're going. You like the control, right? Mm-hmm. 
woman that is being taken care of financially and who sees herself as a kept woman, she doesn't have a problem playing that submissive role or, you know, um, just being the, the second pilot, pilot. Like, I don't think that that type of woman has any issues. But what's that type of woman? A woman who's provided for by a man? is a, a woman that is dependent on a man who's not self-sufficient. But what if she is though? So like your man can pay your nails, like all of those things I've experienced, but I, I've always had my own job. But like sometimes they'll slide you money for your, your nails or, you know, like, oh, I'll give you money for your groceries when you're cashing out. They'll, they'll just pay for it with their debit card. What if it's a casual thing? Like, you know, he's buying you groceries here. He buys you your nails here. Like if it's not... Does it have to, how consistent are we looking? Like, what's the situation? Like, what's the frequency of providing? Are we thinking of a specific type of woman, like a sugar baby who like does not work at all and all needs are met by men? Or are we thinking about a more possible, more reasonable situation where maybe, you know, he gets your nails this month, next month he pays for groceries or... He takes you on a trip and pays? Or do you believe in 50-50 going down the middle? And, and another thing, in that video, in that clip we played, he was talking about, you know, building with your woman. There's a realm of women on Lipstick Alley and on YouTube and within the feminine YouTube community that calls that woman who builds with her man a Barbara the Builder. <laughs> She's a Barbara the Builder. And they say, do not be the Barbara the Builder because these men will build with you and then go find a woman and then show her the castle that was built. Mm -hmm. And then say, you're my princess. And you help this man build a castle first, him and some next other woman now. Because he doesn't want the apple of his eye to see him sweating and go through it. You're building with him and he's going to leave you when he gets built. Or mm. someone else. Because men want to be admired and ogled. And if you build with him, he's going to kind of see you now as, as the help. You're not the prize. Now you're just the help. Wow. You wow. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't see you as, oh, she's a delicate flower. She wears heels and needs uh, dates to be paid for. He sees you like, oh, no, no, no. She can put on her Jordans and come get in the mud with me. Like, mm. I mean, <laughs> I think, I think there's a time and a place for everything. And so, in your early 20s, going into your late 20s, there's nothing wrong with building with a man. And there was a time when I was really attracted to that idea. Mm -hmm. I just, it was so romantic to me. <laughs> there was a time. <laughs> it was a time. Like, the, I thought that was so romantic. Like, you and a guy, you guys don't have anything you are working together you're hustling he's working seven days a week you're in school studying and you know you guys buy that house it's a small starter home like all of that was really attractive to me there comes a point when that expires when that vision expires and um yeah so that that whole building metaphor it's I'm I'm phasing that out so that's not what I'm on right now but I will say that I my eyes have been open I've, I'm such I'm starting to see things a little bit different 
So as of last year, I thought that a man and a woman should go 50-50 on a home or rent when you're living in a very, very expensive metropolitan city like Toronto, where rent is on average like 18,000, 1800 for one bedroom. I just was like, it's in order for there to be like growth and development, one person has to take the L and one person has to save and in order for there to be progress. And so now I'm after doing my research and speaking to people, I'm starting to realize that no, a man should pay all the rent or pay all the mortgage. That's where I'm at right now. And that might change later on, but that's how I feel. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with how you grew up. My my father paid all of the rent. Well, actually, we never rented. Let me let me take that back. <laughs> and he put some respect on his name, you know? My father paid all of the mortgage. Um, and he always would complain to me about this. This is why I know. <laughs> so he paid all the mortgage. He paid all, like, car bills, all car insurance, utilities. The only thing my mom paid for on our house was the grocery bill and the landline that we had because I mean I grew up in the 90s so that's pretty much what we had a landline groceries you know so she was probably spending maybe what 600 700 a month in bills on groceries for a family of three and a landline it was pretty much that simple and he always was bitter about it like every time he'd bring it up to me as I was older of course he, he would mention like I had to do everything I had to do it all myself and I'm like yeah, but didn't, didn't you marry her? Didn't you want a family? Like, you knew what you were signing up for. I'm sure she probably made that known to you quite early. Like, you knew what you signed up for. I, I feel like as a man, it, when you decide to propose to a woman, um, you didn't think you were going to provide? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Like, you brought, my, mind you, my father brought my mother from England to Canada. He paid off her bills to set her free from England to bring her here. So I thought he understood, like, you're setting a tone that you have it. You know? Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why a lot of guys are not proposing, because they know that... They don't have it. And I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you guys. (laughs) Don't don't do it. If you you don't have it, don't... First of all, don't pretend like you have it if you don't have it. If you don't have money... When I'm dating at this stage of life, I pretty much always look for someone who's career-oriented someone who has education, someone who is on a trajectory of, of wealth and income. If, if I see you don't really have a clear direction by now, I just can't be dealing with you because I know the expectations I have of a man, of my man, and of the man who's going to raise my children, you know? I always think when dating, would I want a son like him? If the man I'm dating couldn't be a, a son I'd be proud of, I don't know why I'm with you. But yeah, you and I, but you and I always argue because I always, like for me, when a man is in her, his 20s and he has a vision, like how your ex had a vision, right? So he has a vision of what he wants and you're in your 20s. I, and if I'm in love, I would stick it 
I was like, hold on to that. Right, exactly. But um, mind you, my exes are all 30 now. But um, on top of that, <laughs> on top of that, you have to think of the ages too. So remember, uh, women typically date older. So, you know, like let's say I'm dating, I- I'm 27. If I'm dating 30-year-olds, 33-year-olds, 31-year-olds right now, I expect you to be in a different place in life than maybe me. I'm getting into my career right now. I would hope you're in your career at 32, right? Like at 30, I would hope you know exactly what career you plan on having. So if you don't know those things, I'm not trying to build with you at this stage because at the end of the day, you can build all by yourself. You're a whole man. Why do I need to build with you? Mm -hmm. I don't need to build with you. You can do it alone. I don't need to build with you. How about you get your shit together? I get my shit together. And then we can meet after. Mm-hmm. You know, like what happened to independent collaboration? Where you, in, you work independently first and come together after. Yeah. And if you feel like treating your woman to, um, you know, little treats, like, you know, paying for her nails and paying for dinner is too much, then I, I really don't know what to tell you. When it comes down to the rent, though, when it comes down to the rent, I had a conversation about this yesterday, I think. And if you, if you know, this is how I see it. If you want to go 50-50 with your woman, you want a roommate, go on Kijiji. They're there. <laughs> if I'm going half with you, then I can just go half with my girl. And then, you know, like, why am I going half with you as though we're roommates? I mean, at that point, am I even, should I sleep with you? I'm not saying vagina can be, sex can be, not saying that sex is something that men will pay for, but I believe in a relationship. If we're both going 50-50 on rent, it's a bit of a turnoff for me. I just, I can't justify why, but it doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't sit right with me at all. Goes back to biology, right? So as a woman, there's so many um, aspects of society that leave us vulnerable. And so when we're in a relationship, we need to feel secure and we need to feel safe and we need to feel that we can trust you. And the only way that in today's to 2021, the only way we can know that feel secure is if we see that you are financially providing for us because Gone are the days when you were going to go out and go hunting and bring back a buffalo Mm -hmm. or you were going to go sailing and come back with fish Mm -hmm. or build a house from scratch or build a car from scratch. Like you're not, men are not doing those things anymore. So what are the cues? What is going to trigger in our brain the feelings and sensation of security? Right and feeling cared for in a physical sense, right? See, Mm -hmm. like, if you look into other cultures and in history, arranged marriage has been popular for that very reason. You wanted to find a mate that was suitable for your child, your daughter, usually. And you would look for men who come from families that, of wealth, families of stature. You're looking for a man who, who has trades or skills that can be useful for the uh, family that your daughter and him will hopefully have together. So where does this fit in? 
Mm-hmm. Where does like, where does the whole 50-50 fit in with tradition? I don't think it does at all. It just comes down to the the caring and thoughtful aspect of it. I go out on the road and I see something that I feel like my man would like. Maybe it's like a new razor set or, you know, if I see a shirt that I think he will like, I'll buy that with no hesitancy, without thinking about what I'm going to get back. So that's who I am, right? I would want a man to do the same for me. I would want him to give to me with no limits, with no reservation, because we would do that for each other. Um, So in my past relationship, um, you know, my ex would always be like, how are you on gas? Like he would always fill my, my gas tank. Like, what's up with your phone bill? Like, he would do these things. And I'm not really sure what his motive was, but I know that it was, like, one of the few times in my life that I felt, like, safe. Like, I could, like, just relax, take a deep breath. And so that made me realize, like, it's not just about, oh, what can I get from this guy or whatever. It's not just about that. There's, like, a whole emotional... Uh, aspect of it but as far as like paying for a new outfit paying for my nails paying for my hair I don't really feel like these are responsibilities that a man should pay for if he's there and you know the bill comes on for whatever it is then you know I, I don't want there to be any pause there shouldn't be I don't want no looks to the side or to you know I would would want to see your hand reach out right away but I wouldn't have the expectations for like as far as like superficial stuff um that you would pay for those things like send me my money because I'm getting my nails done or send me my money because it's time for my wax like I would expect okay wax listen you need to pay for the waxing because Women are torturing their bodies for you. The least you can do is pay for a wax. Because I don't even believe... I mean, for waxing, the man should definitely pay. I'm sorry. She's paying with her tears of pain, okay? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, what if if he's like, I don't... What if he's like, I don't care either way. It's not... I'm not asking for it. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't know what you're getting waxed for. (laughs) (laughs) I get waxed for myself. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. It couldn't be me, girl. Thank you. Someone has to do it out here, but it won't be me. There's no way. I, the, the, the concept. Are these men waxing their, their nuts and balls for us? I don't think so. Um, but some of them are, and I'm a firm believer of manscaping. But, you know, that's another, that's a, that's another topic. Um, so, yeah, like, there's, there's a lot to say about, about this topic. I think this was just, like, We've just touched the surface. It was just an introduction. Oh, my. Um, right, right. Because <laughs> this topic can go on. I feel like there's so much. It's such a loaded conversation that it's hard to even begin. Like, where do you start? Where do you end? We could talk about so many factors and sexism and equality and women's rights and the movements we've been fighting for for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely let us know what are your thoughts about what a man should pay for are there anything that sh- is there anything that should be set in stone anything that should be universal requirements that 
a man should pay for if he's with a woman? And is there a difference when a, when you're a girlfriend versus when you're a wife? Let exactly. us know in the comments down below. And until next week, stay blessed. Thanks for listening. Thanks, T. Lauren here signing out. Thanks for listening to Reasons for Rose podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes to come.